All right, welcome to Max Out with Mason. I'm here with Jesse and XA. How about y'all introduce yourselves? Last name Russell, first name Jesse. He's been my homie since like third grade. Got the homie XA on the line. Introduce yourself, XA. What's up, y'all? My name is XA, Professor P, X, XA 2.0. And I'm here on this fantastic podcast called Max Out with Mason. And it's a pleasure to be here. I just want to say I appreciate you, Mason. Appreciate you, Jesse. And yeah, let's get started. All right. So where are we going to start? Um, let's start with food. With food. Mm. Food. Yeah. What are your guys' right. thoughts on, on food? Like, because I heard many other spiritual people, right? Like, for instance, uh, Spiritual Tony. Shout out to Spiritual Tony. Um, I heard him talking about how, how he, he fasts regularly. Like, only time he eats is, like, is on, like, the third day of the week. And he only eats a little bit as well. So yeah. I know you, Mason, being a, a you know a workout fucking master, you feel me? And you always working out and getting your nutrition in and all that. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Like people fasting for a long period yeah. of time. You wanna go first? Yeah, I'll go. I'll uh, I'll just start off by saying, yeah, fasting is very good for you. Um, what it creates in your body is something called autophagy, and autophagy is basically the breakdown of uh, cellular tissue, and it basically promotes growth of new cells. And it's just very good for you overall. Like if you have any type of disease or if you just want to be healthier, it's just having autophagy is really good for you. And another benefit of fasting is obviously discipline. And another one is uh, just having a healthy relationship with food and maintaining a good weight, which is very important. But yeah, food in general, like I would definitely say nutrition is probably the most important thing besides say like something like a meditation habit, because if you're not feeling yourself and you're not giving your body the proper nutrition and fuel to live the life that you want to live, then, you know, you're not going to live it. Like if you're eating sugar all the time, your mental chemistry is going to be messed up. Your liver is going to be messed up. Your body's not going to be functioning properly. And without all that, you know, what are you going to do with your life? Right. 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 Thanks. So look, I don't really go too deep into the whole food thing. All I know is that I eat my vegetables and I eat my calories. Okay, because I'm trying to gain weight, so I'm not just going to eat all vegetables, but I also want to get my vegetables because, you know, I want to get all my micronutrients. I want to get all my calories, all my proteins. You know, I may not eat the best foods, but I'm just trying to get all my calories in for the day to stay at a and to maintain a healthy weight, but also keep that clean, healthy diet. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to eat shit, so I keep it simple. Hell yeah. And also fasting has a lot of spiritual benefits too. Like it can cleanse your aura, you know, and then it can also just make you more light. Cause you know, when yeah. you, cause you know, sometimes when people are going through depression and anxiety, they have a heavy chest, like a heavy heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you go fasting, like that's, it dissolves and it feels like it kind of, yeah, yeah. It clears your mind. It clears your mind for sure. It clears your mind yeah. and it makes you feel more light as well. And you just, mm -hmm. you know, fly. Because um, <laughs> food, food in general creates static in the mind. And I mean, you can eat foods that will create less static, but you really can't avoid the static that foods create within the mind. So, you know, fasting periodically to remove all the static just for a moment and maybe adding some meditation into that is, uh, is a very good idea. And like, I'm going to go opinion. off of that. I don't really eat like as soon as I wake up, like I just do my, I need to, I have to get my certain things done and then I eat because, 
and I'm consciously aware of it. Like as soon as I start eating food, I'm in like a more, I can like, I feel like I'm losing, like I'm, how do I explain this? Like I'm easily manipulated if I'm not really self-disciplined. So like, for example, like sometimes I'll be like, on my shit, I'll be doing, getting everything I got to get done, done. And then I'll eat. Right. You know, I'm trying to get my calories in, like I said, and you know, some days are worse than others, but like, let's say I'm not very disciplined a certain day. I'm not just really mentally sharp. I'm not really on top of my game. When I start to eat, I literally will like just sit on my phone and like, I'll just start, I'll just be like wasting time. And it's, but it's like, I'll catch myself though. And I'm like, dang, like, okay. It's like a spiral. Yeah. And that's like the mental static. So it's yeah. like, for me, at least something that I've experienced is that um, it's all a mindset at the end of the day. But like, sometimes I notice that when I eat, like, I don't know. I kind of get like lazy mentally if I'm not really, I don't have that momentum going in the day. So that's, I I usually eat, I usually eat like, I don't know, noon because like I wake up at like six 30 and I'm just really so focused on doing my, my uh, work and and focusing on getting things done. I literally forget about eating. Yeah. Like, like I literally just forget. So yeah. Especially if you want to gain weight, it's like forgetting about eating. If you're just caught up in the work and everything like that, Yeah, it can happen definitely. But yeah, what Jesse was saying, waiting until like 12 to eat, that's uh, they have a name for that. It's called intermittent fasting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It boosts your growth hormone. Um, it can help with weight. It can help with uh, building your brain, like neurogenesis. It has lots of big benefits. Um, definitely something to look into. It's very cool. Yeah. When I wake up, I don't eat, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not eating until 12, until 12. And even later on, like, let me yeah. Yeah. So you know what like? You notice how they say like breakfast is the most important meal of the day Hell. and then intermittent fasting has all these benefits. It's like, yo, <laughs> what are y'all trying to teach us? I heard, Break I heard, fast. I mean, it, I don't mean to like interrupt you guys, but I heard that the whole like breakfast is the most important meal of the day is a propaganda scheme by like cereal companies. So like, yeah. they, they made you buy your cereal. Yeah, that makes yeah, yeah that's when it started. I heard that. that, yeah. Sense. that yeah. Sense. The yeah. cereal companies is where a lot of it started. I mean, it started with steel and oil back in the Rockefeller days and everything like that, like 19, 1900s. And then the cereal industry went like crazy. And they, uh, what they actually did is was they were blaming obesity, like people being fat on fat itself, like the nutrient fat, the macronutrient. And they were saying that you need to eat this high sugar, high fiber cereal and fiber is good for you, but the sugar wasn't. So they were packing the sugar or the cereal with sugar and saying that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. They were putting celebrities on cereal boxes and it all just spiraled from there. And now American diet culture is all over the place. We got McDonald's, we got Taco Bell, you know, we got they got breakfast and and fast food places. Yeah, I was I was going to say, notice how they push like the fast food uh, breakfast things like like, what is like the McGriddles or like the uh, that like at Taco Bell, like you mentioned Taco Bell, like they have like the uh, crunch wrap for the breakfast. Crunch wrap supreme. You ever look how much sodium is in there? A lot. And also people can get breakfast like 24 hours too. (laughs) There are some restaurants where you can go there at like 2 a.m. and get breakfast. Yeah, for real. Yeah, and not to, I gotta clear my, I gotta clarify myself here. Not to say that sodium is bad. Everyone needs a certain amount of sodium, especially if you work out. But having too much sodium obviously can cause issues. And if you're a fat person who's eating Taco Bell every day, you're probably gonna have heart disease in the future. So <laughs> you wanna be careful. But yeah, you can continue. Yeah, but like I was saying, <laughs> like intermediate fasting. When I wake up, I don't eat. 
and that just makes me feel so good and also right when you wake up the first thing you do in the morning is going to determine how your whole day goes as well mm. and there's also a state in your brain that when you wake up it's called the theta it's called yeah. you're in a theta mode and and theta mode is when you are basically almost about to sleep but also sleeping at the same time it's like you're in the dream state but you're not you're still aware. Yeah. Subconscious and mind is more exactly, active. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that part, the theta part, is where you can actually use uh, affirmations to reprogram your mind. And that happens yeah, right when you wake yeah. up. So right when you wake up, you go, you go to the fridge and drink a gallon of milk or or, or you know, cereal or, or, or things like that. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna yeah. completely mess up your subconscious mind thinking that right. oh, right when uh, you wake up, you're gonna it's gonna eat, be habit eat, too. Like that's gonna yeah. be like and repetition creates your reality. Exactly. Yo, that's crazy. Hold on. I just got a thought. Like somebody who literally wakes up and goes right to the kitchen and starts eating, they are uh, right in the morning, like connecting with your subconscious mind and like their discipline levels. Like they literally, that's going to be a, such a bad habit. Cause like if you're literally waking up and going right to the kitchen to stuff your face with food, that's like zero discipline. And, yeah. then, you're, and then you're literally just going to, it's going to be that much harder for you to believe that there is change that you can make because that's what we're all trying to fight, right? Is these thoughts in our head, the, the, right. our lower nature. That's like my whole thing with the you versus you. Like yeah. literally the lower nature versus the higher nature. So like, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. There's also a chemical level to it. It's like whenever you eat during a day, if you're eating constantly throughout the whole day, like let's say you just, you're snacking the whole day. Um, if you're trying to lose weight, that's probably the worst way you could eat. You, If you want to lose weight, you want to eat less frequently, um, but you could eat slightly larger meals throughout the day. So two meals a day or three meals a day, but space them out so that your hunger hormones don't adapt. Because what happens when you're eating all day, every day is your hunger hormones will program themselves over time and say, okay, this is the time that I ate yesterday and last week's yesterday. You know what I mean? So what will happen is your body's like, okay, I ate then. So now I need to eat now. And it's just going to keep on repeating that cycle. And it, that can be good if you want to have a consistent eating schedule, but if you're obese or overweight, that can be very detrimental to your health, in my opinion. Speaking about chemicals, yo, there's this, you know, in chips, Lay's, Cheetos, and mm. all this junk food. Um, I was watching this documentary on Netflix. I forgot what it was called, but but they these chips, they have these chemicals in these chips that when you start to yeah. eat them, you're going to want to keep on eating them over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, like a physical, you, like, addiction. Like, yeah. yeah addiction. Uh, let's say you wake substance. up in the morning, right? Like You wake up in the morning, and then you, instead of eating an apple or something, you go ahead and eat some some Cheetos, you know, like hot, yeah. hot Cheetos. You feel me? And mm-hmm. then after you eat that hot Cheetos throughout the whole day, you're going to be wanting craving, like, you you want to be, uh, you're, you will crave junk food throughout the whole day because of that exactly. one chemical that's in those yeah. junk food. And that's how yeah. these companies keep on promoting you know, junk food and, and keep on promoting us to eat it. Cause once we eat it, we're going to get addicted to it and we're going to keep on wanting it over and over Dude, and over again. Right. Me and Mason were literally like a week ago looking at, we were at your grandma's house. Yeah. We, we literally were M&Ms like looking. So there was this like brownies. basket of just like junk food, right? Yeah. And we were just like picking up everything in it and looking at all the ingredients. Yeah. What was it that I read? It, I it was called, it, uh, it was like, like, Oh no! I said Ar- this is bio. This is uh, iguana gum or something. Well, that. But then remember yeah, on the, the one the, the Eminem said this is bio biologically. It was like it literally just basically like it, it basically it literally said on the food package that yo this is like fucked with like very like severely. Mega, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, so like that's what, yeah. that's what happens. And you guys know about these fast food places injecting dopamine in their burgers 
and their patties, chicken Dope patties. Really? Yeah, like Popeyes. You go to Popeyes. You can. It's research. Oh, you can do research yeah. on it. So many people get Popeyes and uh, what was it called, Chick Fil A? Because they, actual dopamine. Dopamine. Yes, they they put dopamine in their chicken patties, and then when you huh. eat the, in, I'm trying my best not to curse, but when you eat the patty, you feel me? You're going to. You're gonna to want to keep on coming back, and that's gonna keep on making them make money. Like the is yeah. it is it the actual like bio bioidentical dopamine, or is yes. it like, or is it something that promotes dopamine? Something that promotes dopamine. Yeah, yeah. So like it's the, like a chemical that stems oh, like, and makes a reaction yeah, like and the, then creates uh, more dopamine. Yeah, like the Popeye oh, chicken. Sandwich. That's like cocaine, bro. Yeah, in my town, in my hometown, bro. That's horrible. around around twelve p.m. one p.m. You, you drive around the mall because uh, Chick-fil-A is right next to my mall. You drive around the mall, there's literally 30 cars lined up just to get Chick-fil-A Ooh, yeah. every single day, bro. Yeah. Every day. Yo, hold up for a second. I just had a thought. I'll wait for you to back. Um, yo, I got this crazy idea. Okay, so basically, right, I was just hanging out with these, uh, these four people today. And I, we were just talking about, like, Subway randomly. And I was like, what do you get? And she was like, some whatever sandwich she got. And I was like, every time? And she was like, yeah, every time. And I was like, okay. And then I asked the other girl, I was like, what do you get at uh, Subway? And she's like, whatever sandwich she said. And I was like, every time? She's like, yeah, I don't really get anything else. And and then I do that same thing. Like, I literally, whenever I go Me to too. Subway, I literally get the same exact sandwich yeah. every single time. So, like, why, though? Like, like think about it. Like, like, I don't know. think about is it is it deep or is it not? I don't know if it's deep or not. I'm I'm just want, it, I think it's interesting it could, to bring up because it could be either we're used to it and we really like it, or it right. could be there's something like there's something that appeals to us, right? That they, that like they add into it, like that's what so I'm saying. One, one of the one of the other, but it's uh, it was just interesting how everybody like, like, bro, like I feel like it, it's partly us as humans too, because like yeah it's just like patterns once we get mm-hmm. caught in a pattern we don't like because humans don't like change first of all homeostasis yeah yeah so so we just for keep some doing people the same thing. like that for yeah. some people that like for my girl like every time we go to mcdonald's or something she wants something to eat i don't eat mcdonald's but she gets the same thing starbucks yeah. she gets the same thing feel mm-hmm. me subway probably the same thing you know like anything that she's familiar with she gets for me Yo, i, yeah. I get something different every time it's all about like, the comfort zone, like, bro. We got we got. That's why. That's why I step out of my comfort zone. I try my best to step out of my comfort zone everywhere. The best way you can do that, put your comfort zone in uncomfort itself. Mm. Yeah, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, be comfortable, right. being uncomfortable. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, bro. <laughs> but all right. Well, how's the mic sounding? I just need sound to check real quick. Is it loud enough? It's sounding okay, good. It sounds all right, good. Bet. All right. This mic is dope, by the way. Shout out to shout out to blue microphones. Yeah, blue yeti. Blue yeti. A couple days ago. Yeah, I used to I used to use a, a blue snowball when I was making music. Dude, for real. I, wait, like, dude, were we were we friends when you were still recording with that, or did you upgrade already? No, I had. I'm pretty sure you upgrade. I had upgrade, but you still have the mic though. You still got that thing, right? I I don't know where it's at, bro. I don't know where it's at. You lost it because it was just a little ball, bro. Just a little. It's like USB mic, and then I had to do a lot of like mixing. That's how I learned how to mix. I had to do a lot of equalizing on there to make it sound good. Yeah, like the song you guys were listening to earlier, like when you sent me that video, that Snapchat video of y'all laughing at the notifications. That that song was was recorded by recorded. Yeah, dude. Bro, did you know spiritual love got over four thousand plays on Spotify? For real? 
Yeah, I, I was listening to it. I went on your Spotify uh, earlier today when I like got here and uh, yo, that's no, that's crazy. Over, but like, cause all the other songs it has like under a thousand. It just has like that little logo, and then yeah. it was like spiritual love, and it was like four thousand three hundred and sixty-four or whatever. Hell yeah, yeah. let's talk about. I did, let's talk I did about a lot that. of promoting on that track. That was I, I was gonna that. bring up a topic if you guys want. To I was just gonna it. say we can go off cre- creativity as like being creative. Yeah, if we, you wanted we can, to, we can do that as a subtopic of what. Okay. I'm gonna bring up. So I'll go ahead, bro. Um, we all had uh, we all had a very woo-woo, as some people would call it, spiritual phase. Yeah. And we've all sort of we all went through that like mainstream spirituality, right? And we've all sort of refined our spirituality into something that's a better life philosophy in general, right? Yeah. So let's own- talk about the life lessons that we learned from that phase of our life. It was like the last two years of our lives. Okay. What's the biggest thing that you think you've learned, XA? The biggest thing that I think I've learned from me going through that whole spiritual phase? Yeah. Um, I think I've learned that that you really create your own reality. Mm-hmm. You really create your own reality and your perspectives really, really define what this life is. Because this whole life is a question mark, right? We don't really yeah. know what it is. You know, and if you really go deep, like, uh, like actualize, like actualize.org says, you know, that yeah. self-discovery asking, asking yourself, what is this hand? Where did this hand come from? Keep on going back to back to back. It's going to be nothingness, right? And since, right. It, since it's nothingness, like we have to come up with the idea to actually make that make sense. Cause if we don't, we're going to be retarded. You feel me? <laughs> we're going to have to create a concept. No, true, we're going to have to create a concept, idea, ideology, philosophy that, that, that makes his world goes round. You yeah. feel me? That makes his world yeah. go round. And that's the yeah. big thing that I've learned that we have to create our own reality and whatever other people says, like you have your perspective, Mason, you have your perspective, Jesse, yep. a spiritual soul has this perspective. Tony has his yep. perspectives, but that's their own perspective that they created for their damn lives, for their own reality. But yeah, we, as individualities, we, we as individuals, we got to create our own perspective that, that, that flows right with our own self, that, that's, mm-hmm. that's working for us. That's right. the thing that I've learned. Who's going right. next? To, I, I'm to add out. on to what he okay. said, um, it's like a lot of people think that there's a right or a wrong. There's something that you can be right or wrong about in life. It's like whatever you've accumulated in your life is what you've accumulated. And you can't, you can't change other people because you have your own perspective. And everyone's perspective is so radically different that it's almost like we're all living in our own worlds. Right. So to think that you can change someone else's world is wild i mean you can make impacts you can make small impacts on their world but you can't completely change it or you can't 100 resonate with somebody because everything's always a little bit different and we all have our own ways of understanding and interpreting reality exactly i have something to add on to that all right the other day i was stupid i tried to change my family yesterday i was dumb i tried to change my girl the other day i was even more stupid I try to change my, like, I try to change uh, my dog. But today yeah. I am wise, so I changed myself. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that, go, that goes back to, uh, what is it? The unreasonable man tries to, uh, what is it? Um, the, reasonable, the reasonable man adapts himself to his reality, but the unreasonable man, unreasonable man tries to adapt reality to himself. Right. That's in the book 8020. But, yo. I just want to, I have like a couple of things jotted down you can start. I'm gonna, I'm because gonna I would literally, I would literally forget. 
this is going to sound like very different from what your guys' response is, but what I learned, <laughs> what I learned from going through that little, like he, he uh, referred to as woo-woo stage in my spiritual career or what career what the fuck uh, journey, whatever you want to call it, experience. <laughs> I mean, it is, it is kind of like a career though, no doubt. I mean, I don't know, career for life, but yo, three things. Uh, one thing I learned was I was being a little bitch. Number one, this is going to sound pretty harsh, but I don't really care. It's like, it's my truth. Um, I was literally being a little bitch, dude. I was using this for comfort. Mm. I was I, like, li- this is what I'm saying. I was living in fantasy land. Okay. La, when, la, I, la. when I was, when I was yeah. learning and, and consuming all of these spiritual, uh, you know, influence influences, I guess you can say off YouTube. That's literally where I, that's, that's where I got 99% of my information. It's just like off YouTube, listening to other people and trying to come up with my own perception or whatever. But on my YouTube channel, um, I have 250 videos, right? Yeah. And so, or 400, and, I have a lot of videos, but mostly like videos. Good. Yeah, yeah. So all, all my videos, dude, you can like go watch them. Is like, I was like, me and Mason were just scrolling through all my old videos like an hour ago. I was literally like living, it was so goofy to look at. And and one thing that I've realized now, like, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I just told Mason this earlier, or actually you haven't heard this. Today has been the most like fulfilling day of my life so far, like, like straight up. Because you want to know why? It's because I was completely in control of my life today. There has not been a day so far since I've woke up or whatever up until today on July 8th, whatever the date is today, that I've never been in control until today. I'm more in control of my mind. I was always, my lower nature was taking over. It was in control of me. And living in fantasy land in the spiritual evolution, I guess you can say, listening to all these all this information that I'm getting, right? Uh, I was using that for an, an excuse for my own comfort my own mediocrity because this all i was playing victim that's really what it was i was playing victim dude yeah it got very very bad yeah like you just think like you're so out of control that's what what i'm saying so like through i went through like a bunch of different stages but now like i'm in such a mature stage from where i was before like for say a year ago I've just matured a lot and like I really came in tune with what reality actually is and not this fantasy land yeah. that I was, you know, so that that's pretty much my idea of what I was going through. And that's what I learned is like, yo, I need to stop being a little bitch straight up because I don't really care. Yeah. Um, I need to stop using this for an excuse to, um, you know, uh, what's it called for comfort, basically my own comfort. And then I need, I need to stop living in fantasy land. Your thoughts are not reality. You can't just sit there and be like, blah, blah, blah. You got to actually do things. That's why, like, today I took control of my life. I literally woke up at 630 and it's like 930 right now. But, like, all day today, I've been in control. I've never done this before. So, that's – I was never in control. Yeah, it's like – it's like taking control. Maybe you were always a control, but not just not aware of it. Yeah. It's like taking extreme ownership over your life. Yeah, bro. It's just you got to – you got to make sure that you know – where your delusions are and where they are delusions right um but yeah i wanted to add this little thing this is about seneca a roman or a greek roman or greek yeah i think he's greek philosopher um when contemplating whether to criticize someone he should consider not only whether the criticism is valid but also whether the person stand to be criticized 
He also adds that the worse the man is, the less likely he is to accept constructive criticism. So, yeah, it's like tying back to what we were talking about with uh, who, to, who to give advice to, everything like that. It's like the worse somebody is, the less they're going to want advice. I mean, you can't control them and you can't get into their head because the more the more different their reality is from yours. So you got to yeah. be careful in choosing who to talk to and who to share your perspective with because some people when listening to your perspective they're gonna flip they're gonna freak out because it's not their reality they're stuck in dogma stuck in in a lot of dogma in their their own own, in their own right exactly their own dogma and um a lot of dogma stems from just closed-mindedness they don't really and i'm trying to work on that too is open up my mind and really incorporate that in my everyday life when you are stuck in dogma, you cannot elevate. Yep. When you're stuck in dogma. Yeah, I was just thinking that. I was yeah. like, hey, yeah, come yeah, to ask business, meditate. Yeah, yeah. You're stuck in dogma, can't elevate. That's facts, though. <laughs> it really is. Like, like you just, you you cannot make any growth when you're stuck in your ways and you can't see life um, or even have the intention to see life from a broader perspective and take in new perspectives and look at life through different lenses you're just so stuck in your so tunnel vision in your set ways that you just you can't elevate so yeah well you're you're, you're uh, like this when you should be like right 360 like a fish oh i I don't even there is no there is no this there's only this oh yeah 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 that's my bad (laughs) but yeah um i guess it's my turn Number one thing I learned is, again, with the open-mindedness, whenever you see evil in the world, it's you creating the evil. Facts. Whenever you see someone and think that they're stupid, it's you creating the stupidity. Facts. That goes back whenever, to perspective. Yeah. Whenever you, uh, you hate something and you wish it would be different, that's you creating a lack of love. Facts. So. If you can learn to Amor Fati and love your fate and, you know, appreciate everything that is for how it is, I think you can really ground yourself in reality. You know what I mean? Nice. And everything will become more beautiful and you won't want to change everything so much. Instead of wanting to change everything, you want to inspire. You want to, you know, show the world what you have to offer but not force the world with what you have to offer. Mm. Right. So that's a big lesson I learned. That makes sense. Did y'all stop watching spiritual YouTubers? Yes. Yeah. Completely. <laughs> it, it, completely. It went from like spiritual YouTubers to like more philosophy type stuff every yeah. once in a while. Because like spiritual YouTubers, it honestly, it's all conspiracy theories now. And I don't like, have time for that. Like, bro, I, mean, I, I just don't have time. I don't want to interrupt you. Hopefully you're done. But, um, like bro like it's funny because like the past like two weeks i'll randomly like watch some of the old youtubers that like i used to watch like a year ago when i was you know in that that uh time that time period and um they and i'm gonna be honest with you like they they're they're going nowhere like really like if we're really being honest like you're they're really not they're in the same fucking thing they're in the same spot talking about the same exact things they're really not making all the progress that they seem to be making yeah. and like like i just i mean it's just like like you know, like you said they're lost in fantasy land yeah like they're just lost like they think something's gonna save them let me just say yeah. that that's something that i had to get over is like bro 
the the universe yeah. is not gonna save you. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna die, like you're gonna like you know what I'm saying, die. like you're gonna die. Like it's not gonna the universe. Okay, let me just you create like yeah. I don't you even can only save know. yourself. No one can save you but yourself. Exactly. 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 So yeah, I stopped listening to spiritual YouTubers. Stop. I just stopped listening to everybody and started listening to myself. To be honest, like I started listening to myself. Like even nowadays, when I make videos, like the answers that I get, I don't get. I don't. I don't make. I don't watch a video and then make a video on it. For me, right. I just make a video from from my experiences, from what yeah. I've been through, and the knowledge that I've acquired from that experience, and then I make a video because I haven't told anyone like shit about what i've been through you feel me but i've been through a lot in the last couple of months and that has really helped me out like helped me evolve into the person i am today spiritually mentally mm -hmm. physically all that you feel me it's about your experience yeah. that you go through um i mean other people's knowledge that they get the answers that they get they say that they get it from within but do you really yeah. Do you watch a spiritual or... YouTuber no. and sit down and then think it and then think that it came from your mind? Or did you get that knowledge and answers from from actually from going through your experiences? But this is the worst thing. They'll they'll use we are all connected yeah. as the excuse to post the video and think it's original. Yeah. We're all right. connected. That's right. so, like like I understand. Do you even that, understand like, why? Conscious, like when you go deep into consciousness, <laughs> like they don't understand that. When you go deep into consciousness work, like you, you, uh, <laughs> no way, dude. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta send XA those videos. But anyway, yeah, for real, um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Let, let me mute my mic. I mean, let me mute my notifications, dude. <laughs> we could not stop laughing earlier, bro. Just... You guys were talking yeah. about it's like. Um, you want to be authentic with yourself and like you said you want to listen to your own self and you want to create your own life philosophy right Facts. and if you kind of like what we were sit. talking about earlier like yeah. uh, not earlier but like like long long time ago we're talking about creating your own spaceship can me and, yeah. and, and your spaceship being your your philosophy your your state of being how you're going to react to the world Maybe how you're that's gonna why we're and all that that's kind of like this, this, this spaceship that you create for yourself spaceship being meaning your vessel and i'm not about to go into this whole light this because light right bro now. hey because i'm gonna be honest with you when you first started saying that i was like bro actually what are you talking about my g but now i understand it because i'm more yeah. mature and i can see because like i feel like that's the same thing as like you're stuck in that dog mind was closed. yeah your mind exactly. is closed and, and, like, you and it's so things. hard to it's, it's so hard to explain things that is impossible to explain. You feel me? Right. So that's why mm -hmm. I use certain things like lights, because when I said lights, you can correspond that to anything that you want to. You feel me? So I can say, don't right. go into yeah, that yeah. light or like when you're in this light, that's your light, whatever you're creating. Shit like that. But it goes way deep. It goes, this, the topic goes super deep. But. Yeah. For real. So, what are you talking about create, creating? Creativity, though? yeah. Creativity. You can sit and, uh, and contemplate and journal and you know, think for hours and you can, you can solve any problem you have. You can answer any question. There's infinite amount of ways to answer infinite questions. So there's infinite possibilities for your own creativity. It's just a matter of you sitting down with the journal or with your own thoughts and thinking. That's right. it. Right. And, and I feel like original thoughts, it's not basing your thoughts on, you know, what some YouTube video said or right. some book. And, and talking and, and, to help. 
And mm. speaking about speaking about sitting down with your thoughts, it's like sometimes I feel like the problems that we have, we make it worse for ourselves by adding oh. so much, adding so much baggage and energy to that thought that it just carries us down. When mm. in reality, that problem that we're facing or or the emotions that we're facing, it's not even that heavy. It's not even that deep. You feel me? But we just make it deep because of the things that we've been through or childhood, for example, exactly. a lot of things with that, with how we deal with problems and things like that. But yeah, yeah how you grew up, it really, uh, it shapes your psyche and everything is a survival tactic. I mean, every single, that's, that's a hard truth to accept, but everything that people do in their life is life is to really survive. Yeah. And as you're growing up, you're going to employ all these survival tactics and they're going to stick with you in your in your head and it's going to be hard to dig them up but when you do that you can really help open your mind too and that Facts. all flows together Facts. Facts. what if bro what if life what if life this whole reality this is a what if question isn't i don't know if it's true but what if like yeah. bro because you know because you know what how we always enlightened right like he's enlightened and other people are in line too what if our journey is the journey to enlightenment right and then when you when you are enlightened you actually die like you die die but as of right now, we are learning and, and trying to figure out what this enlightenment is. That's why we're here. But once you figure out enlightenment, then you just die. Like you just dissolve. You just, just die. Our physical body, like is our heart's still going to be beating. That's why no, no, like, no, like you disappear. Say, like, like you go into means, the void. It means you disappear. And then like oh. within everyone else's reality, you oh. stay alive. That's an interesting thought. Oh, yeah. but, I, but I don't know. You never know. It's, it's like it's like a black hole. <sighs> Yeah. Um, yeah that's deep. You, you never know until you step into a black hole. Like, so. yo, like that would be crazy. Hey. Like, like you were here, like you were, like let's just say me and you are talking all of a sudden, right? We we're talking, and then out of nowhere, I get enlightened, and then pff, I'm just gone. I just go. Like your consciousness, but like you're still like here. Oh, like I, say, I just like, go. Like you, you look at the screen. I'm not there. I say it's not there no more. He disappeared. He went somewhere. He went. Gone. I died. But see, that's the thing. That's the thing that I think about, like, before I go to sleep, like, I'll go outside and I'll just, like, really, like, contemplate these things. We use words like, what if XA just goes, but that XA is the identity, or, like, I do it myself. I'm like, yeah, man, who what is XA? Or I'm like, or I'm like, man, like, I, I can't wait to, like, I, or, like, what happens when I become enlightenment? It's like, that's not what, it's, it's completely it's letting go of this ego, this identity of you, right. you, we are every, like, infinity, like, we are right. everything, like, that is what it is so like you can see how deep our ego and our self-identity goes so like once that goes like with the enlightenment full enlightenment experience not like a little i mean you had like an, an enlightenment experience but we didn't actually become like enlightened selfless insight but yeah. well that's, that's i call it an enlightened experience it, yeah. because you can yeah but yeah, uh, other, I, I think it was but the other night like i was looking i was doing this right i was looking at <laughs> my hand i was like where did this hand come from and then it, it said semen it says semen. <laughs> where did the semen come so. from i said where did the semen come from and that's kind of went quiet and then it said my dad and where did my dad come from my other dad and this kept going on and on and on right and then, the, and then at the end it said nothingness where did nothing i asked where did nothingness come from and it was just pure silence quiet Nothing. Well, one thing that like I um, one thing that I like think about. Where, yo, where did nothingness come from, bro? 
That, well, listen, that's what I'm saying. It's well, like, if it's nothing, then it can't come from anything because that, it isn't anything. Right. So, like, that's what I'm getting at is, like, well, life has to come from life. Like, that's one thing that I, like, always thought about. And it's, like, true nature. Like, it, it always is true. It's crazy how you said that, Jesse, because I have this book. Yeah, life comes from life. Like, it, you, you cannot create life from nothingness. Like, it has to come from something. That's why, like, that's why, like, I feel it's always infinitely been here whatever time you want to like in time like in the time frame it's like it's always been here and it's always going to be here and we're just experiencing it in this present moment for a certain time period that we call our life that we're here in this body or whatever like consider this consciousness created this reality as an experiment so that it could see itself loving itself and fearing itself in different ways because there is no physical reality without an observer to observe it. Therefore, there is no such thing as physical reality. The only thing that exists is the observer. Because without the observer, there is nothing. Right. So, mm. therefore, reality itself is observing. It's awareness. It's consciousness, right? Mm. So, this is a self-generated experiment by consciousness itself it's the being of consciousness because everything is consciousness yeah it's a it's it's a experiment to see how consciousness itself can love and fear itself and it wants to love itself and it doesn't want to fear itself like it can fall into many traps that will make it fear itself and it's a constant battle between love and fear oh. right so like for example people who are um not how do i put this without sounding like an asshole people who are <laughs> people who are um caught up in these in these uh low materialistic um consciousness levels they're the people who fear their own existence like reality right Facts. and all right is that like like going like um, how do yeah. i explain this right so yeah. like people like us like we have an open mind and we're like practice this conscious love towards ourself which is reality itself but then the people who are let's say lower vibrational um and are caught up in the low consciousness they are fearing their self yeah. consciousness and that's but like then think that's about like this the, that's like the think about this reality. do you want to be that type of person that what loves would everything? you like no would you like to be the type of person that fears themselves no so therefore you see evil don't you Oh, I see that. So you are the devil in that situation. You're the one that's seeing the evil. See, it goes so that's deep. You're creating the evil. It goes that's so deep, deep bro. When you make distinctions between things, it's kind of like seeing evil. That's yeah, because we are perceiving it. We are perceiving it. For real. So in order, it's yo, your judgment. So that's in, why reality is perception. So that's in why order is your perspective. Yeah. So in order to you ask me, do you want to be the person who loves? then everybody everything everything is love yeah so right? if you want to be the person that fears you see people as fearing it right yep so you're creating it. let's say for example bro this this is on a really low level but i'm gonna say it anyway like this drink mm -hmm. like if i handed this drink to you jesse and you said oh this shit is nasty then you're seeing evil on a lower nature because to me this drink tastes good you feel me and then let's right. say, and then let's say, if I said this drink is nasty, then that's just me putting my perception on this drink, saying that it's nasty. But that's mm. nasty to me. 
So I'm projecting it as it being nasty. So you're creating your own reality. Yeah. So if you believe, if you believe that it's not nasty, then it's not nasty to you. So that's that's kind of like saying, oh, you you hate this person, you hate this and that, you hate that and that. It's you you being your own devil. It's it's a belief, yeah. Yeah. You you being the devil, basically. Yeah, that's deep. That goes deep. Yep. And there's lots of paradoxes and contradictions that come up, but it's. They can all be worked around, but it's just hard to think about stuff like that for too long because it's like it's exhausting emotionally to think about things like that. Facts. Yeah. So. Facts. Oh, I that's that's what I was gonna say. It took me to remember, dude. That's so mentally hard. Anyway, um, so um, I heard this thing that I learned from uh one of my mentors, Actualize.org or Leo. Um, he said that consciousness itself does not care about good or bad. It just cares about existing. And so you can see people in that light of love, I guess, um, by realizing that they exist because consciousness itself does not care about anything except for being. So it's just raising your awareness. Right. And then seeing other people in that um, from that state of love because they actually exist. You get what I'm saying? Like instead of seeing like somebody who does bad for say in this world, you see them as love because they are actually here in the first place. Right. And so and, uh, that was just some, I thought that was that's, that's one of the reasons why I always say one of the most important things you can do in your life is installing a meditation habit. Cause what are you going to do from that? You're going to raise your awareness. What right. are you, your awareness? What is awareness consciousness that wants to love itself. So you're going to be increasing that love in your life and it's going to improve your life. Because awareness is self And you have more control, too. Because it's self. Exactly. You have more control over your life because you will be more aware of what exactly. you're doing. Dude, that's, that's so crazy. Dude, I was... I, this is, like, side note on, like, a mental state. I literally... I had that thought about the whole, like, consciousness doesn't care about anything except existing. I was, like... I had the thought while you were talking, and I was, like, I forgot it. But and then in my mind, my, this is what my thoughts were doing. I just think this is interesting how this worked. It was like, fuck, I forgot it. I was like, damn, I just forgot that thought. And then I told myself, I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. I remembered it. It's right here with me. And then it flipped that the, that thought pattern. And I remembered it. Like, it's just crazy. Like mm-hmm. how the mind, it was just weird. I just wanted to share that because like, I thought that it was just yeah. live like experience right there. I thought it was interesting. Anyway. That was, that's yeah. Like that's I just like remember that's, that's like some Libra shit though. That's some air sign shit. Dude, literally, I yeah, I forget all the time. Cause me, bro, I'm an earth sign. Like I'm just here. You feel me? I'm grounded like a motherfucker, bro. Bro, Always. my head in the clouds, bro. All the time, oh. every day, I will be having a conversation with somebody, and I will think about, I don't know, anything else, and then I'll be like, oh shit, I'm having a conversation with someone. Yeah, <laughs> I listen, right. right. But anyway, continue. so yeah, let's let's not go too deep in the consciousness stuff because obviously, um, it's very hard to understand if you don't have the emotional and knowledge based context to understand it, or if you just don't right. care, like you don't really, or if you don't care. <laughs> so, right, yeah, so, yeah. So let's let's move on. Keep to it moving. Topic. Keep it moving. Let's, I don't know. Well, what's uh, what's something that um, what's something that we have oh. incorporated into oh. our lives lately? That book reading. Okay. I have well, a topic okay, we can hold talk on. about. I can write that down so I don't forget. I have a topic we can talk about. All right. God. Bro. Wait, we just said we're not going into consciousness. Yeah, we're not going so into consciousness. Look, we're gonna, um, yeah. So look, uh, yeah. Mason said book reading. So so 
um if you want to go first you can share like your thoughts about it like what, i mean like, what's, what, how my, do you feel my thoughts about book reading like i said reality is perception so the more perception you fill your life with the more different perspectives that you fill your life with the more beautifully you can see life as the more complex and complicated or not just complicated but filled and vast life is like the more ways that you can look at something the better because the more you can understand it right so the more the more books that you read in my opinion it's just like the more emotional backing to view things and um it's like wisdom is applied knowledge right so you learn the knowledge and then you test out all these perspectives and it all ties in together and creates wisdom which is a refined philosophy of life right so yeah and and then obviously book reading to not go too deep about it it's just beneficial like it's good for your brain it's uh it's good it's it's, it's gonna teach you good things vocabulary um words like gonna help with your memorization it also keeps you in the present moment Keeps you yes. yeah. You have OCD Dude, or anything like that. Makes you calm. Yeah. yeah, makes you calm. Um, it can be a good start to a day or a good end to a day. Hell know? yeah! All Hell that yeah. type of stuff. Especially so. meditating outside, bro, in nature, <laughs> bro. That's a different vibe, bro. Bro, bro, tell. Okay, all right. There's a um something that we can either I can either say to talk about. Um, I want to talk about it after this book or whatever. Um, it's just an interesting thing, but yo. Uh, there's this quote, um, and it's uh, readers don't have to be leaders, but leaders have to be readers. Right. Um. Okay. So leaders. What? Okay. Listen. Listen. Readers don't have to be leaders. Okay. Oh. But leaders have, have to be readers. Heard, okay. So I, th- I thought read. you said readers don't, don't have read. to be readers, but readers have to be readers. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. like if you like if you think about it, okay, like. Like is and this is the same like principle kind of with like working out that I'm seeing in my experiences like yo, a lot there there is a large um, percentage of people who are very successful in this world who are readers they very read. Avid readers, yeah. It's a it's a direct correlation and and also a lot of and this is something that I've been noticing a lot lately because I've been aware of it. A lot of successful people work out like they're physically active yeah it's just like i just notice it all day like every because I'm, I'm like studying people who are successful like the top one percent in the world let's just say because it's just it's just the reality like 99.9 percent of the population is on such a um lower level of experiencing this life like it's just how it is yeah. but like the one percent the two things that i noticed is that the 0.1 percent are readers and they work out and they're physically active but that's, you know, reading is just, it, it, for me, reading is just like, it's just straight knowledge. Like, really, like, you gain, you expand your mind and you, and you fill your mind. I feel like our mind is like a, like a big, like, like, it has like a hundred million like a gigabyte or uh, terabytes of storage. And people mm-hmm. are filling it up with TV and TikTok yeah. and Instagram. It's like, it's not efficient. If you right. fill up your mind with information read in books, then you are going to be far more intelligent. Therefore, you can, like you said, uh, wisdom is applied knowledge. You can apply that knowledge, right? And and it's going to improve your quality of life. Like, it's just night and day. Like, the, the, mo- the least successful people in this world, they do not read a single page a year. Yeah, it's they like, don't. that's tough. Like, 
you go you go do a nine to five job right and you get home and you watch netflix for five hours how appealing does that sound <laughs> like rate that one to ten for for all you people like, listening just, at home rate that from one to ten like literally just think ten. about it like he said ten. <laughs> what you have you got, have you bro work working at nine to five and you come home and to some to watch some Netflix? That sounds super appealing and for ten years straight. Okay, now that that that's dumb. But I was just saying that <laughs> yeah. that sounds appealing yeah. because it sounds comfortable to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It sounds appealing to somebody who Nothing doesn't doesn't doing seek that. who doesn't seek growth. That sounds appealing. Yeah. That yeah. sounds yeah, like, that, okay, that's what that's I was cool. saying. Right. And so that's why I'm sorry, I can You're see good. you in the camera, but I was just saying that's why the, the people um, who absorb our information, um, they're the people who absorb our information that uh, we speak, um, they're on our level or they at least desire to be um, achieving higher in this life. Because if you turn this podcast on to a person who does not desire, does not want to change, they're going to be like, fuck you, I'm turning this off, I'm going right. to watch Netflix. So, yeah. So, like I said, to compare the two again, um, <clears throat> what sounds more appealing? For 10 years, every single day, waking up at 9 o'clock, working at 9 to 5, and then eating dinner when you get home, and then from 6 o'clock to whatever a.m., whatever hour <laughs> in the night that you binge watch your shows to, doing that for 10 years straight, going to your job, flipping burgers, and then coming home and watching Netflix, how monotonous and horrible that sounds. Rate that from one to 10. And then think of this. You live a life every single day is a new day. You wake up at a lake. You wake up in a forest. You at a at a house of some friend of yours that has this mansion you wake up one day in my house (laughs) you wake up one day in the back of a van you wake up one day on the grass passed out right and you wake up every day you take some time to read to meditate i feel like trying to sound homeless on some shit (laughs) you wake up on the back of a van you wake up on the grass no bro it's like it's like just different, different possibilities. Different. For it's life. variety. It's it's breaking different cycles. Yeah, I feel that. So, Im- imagine all of that, and that's only the waking up part of it. That's only when you wake up, and imagine every single one of those days, you're also going out and you're spending your time doing things that you like to do, and you're getting paid for it. You you imagine wake that, up and, and then rate that one to ten. Rate that one to ten, y'all, right now. Like, yeah. like, so like, rate, rate the nine to five and then rate the living your dream, waking like, up every day in a different spot, just having, having a good time and improving yourself. Like every rate single day them. and pushing yourself and achieving like, and just doing different things in life. You know what I'm saying? Like Filling your life with experience. Okay. And, and I have something that I want to add um to this that I've noticed that I uh have just kept to myself. This is a great opportunity to, to share with people. Is um yo all those days that I would just sit on my phone, for example, like live that like sort of lifestyle, just like you know not being in control, really letting my lower nature take over, is just um yeah, I don't know if you've ever experienced this yourselves, uh, you two or anybody watching, but you notice how um that time, like let's say like in your example, you're watching Netflix and after you get home from work, right, and then um you literally you need to go to bed, right? You need to go to bed. And then you feel so unsatisfied that you keep doing it. And you feel so unsatisfied with your day. You feel so unsatisfied with your life 
that you keep doing this and you just keep going longer and longer. Next thing you know, it's one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning. You feel me? Because you're so unsatisfied with your life that you want to keep going and drag out your days and try to live more time and survival. And you're never satisfied. But then somebody who lives this kind of life, go to bed early, go to bed at a reasonable time. Cause they're satisfied with their life. You know what I'm saying? They're excited about tomorrow. Yes. They're surviving properly. That's crazy to me. And speaking about the nine to five, that's the rat race. You feel me? Yeah, it's a rat race. race. And me, I've never worked a year plus at any job that I've worked. I've worked around around about three to four jobs. I never lasted a year. Never lasted a year. Because I always knew that my purpose was bigger. Like, I had to do something much more bigger than to work here at this job for the rest of my damn life. You feel me? That's the rat race. And and let's go to the financial side of this of this podcast. You feel me? Because I want to give some people some knowledge on money. Feel me? On money, too. You know what I'm saying? Me, too. First things first, all successful people know that money is energy. Feel me? The dollar, the piece of paper that you see uh, uh, on a $100 bill, it, first of all, is paper and it's also energy. So what, what can energy be done? Energy can be circulated, transferred, but never destroyed. You feel me? This currency, this money, it can never be destroyed. So if you think that, oh, you're never going to get it, then just get that out your mind because money will always be here. You feel me? It's just up to you to decide how you can go ahead and get that shit, bro. But money is just energy. You have to be in that money vibration. Okay, I know y'all don't believe in that vibration or whatever, but I do. But you Most just definitely gotta, do. You just gotta be in that money vibration. You feel me? You gotta be in that 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 energy of money for you to be in it. Like Jesse said in one of the songs, uh, something about already uh, tune your mind into the right station. Oh, uh, I said, uh, your mind is or your your brain is like a radio. Just tune into the right exactly. station. Exactly. You gotta yeah, tune into the... that money vibration, that that yeah. right money station. Let's just say for you, it could be ninety eight point seven. Motherfucker, turn that turn that FM radio all the way to ninety eight point seven and stop, and stop and just wait. Be patient. Don't chase. Right. Have a mind. Have that uh, have that uh, manifestation in your mind and go ahead and work towards it. Don't yeah. chase it. There's a difference between chasing something and working towards something. You feel me? And it all has yeah. to do with the mind. And to put the perspective on the vibration thing, it's like, um, like I said, you create your own reality, everything like that. And um, reality is perspective. <clears throat> so if you put your perspective on money in a state where you believe money to be abundant, then what is it going to be in your life? What are you going to believe? You're going to believe that it's abundant. So, and yeah, I'll be right back. You guys okay. can keep talking. So look, this is one thing that I realized so obviously did, I, I just quit my job uh what was it like a week not even a week ago um okay i read first of all i heard it in the audiobook number one um and you know this xa because you read you listened to the same audiobook is um why did the uh little okay so you don't work for money basically you don't work for money because the minute you get hired you accept that level of uh, consciousness and you are in the consumer mindset and you are now trading your time for money. Now, if you trade your time for knowledge, right, you are opening your mind and now you are exercising your ability to, you're, you're, you're saying, to, instead of saying to yourself, all right, I'm gonna go to work today. I'm gonna make this amount of money. I'm gonna make this amount of, I'm gonna make this dollar amount, right? Instead, you say, uh, you say, okay, Instead of me going to work right now to gain this dollar amount today, 
and accept that, right? Instead of that, you then trade your time for knowledge that forces you to use your mind in creative ways that no one else is doing to then create income. And what that does is it forces you to get uncomfortable. And what is everybody like? being comfortable that's why everybody stays at their job until 65 however long they stay there until they retire is because they have accepted that level of thinking and they are stuck in this mindset of i trade my time for money and and you you if you want to make a lot of it then you can't think like that you're in a consumer mindset you're not in a producer mindset when you are when you are um thinking about if you're once you get yourself outside of your comfort zone on ways you can make money, you start um, realistically coming up with ways that you can provide value because money is just a medium for value. It's an exchange for value. So instead of you, you providing value to somebody else running a company, you have to figure out and exercise your mind into Okay, you got to be like, okay, how can I create value for the world? And then how can I help more people? And the more people that I help, it's like a, it's like a great cycle that you want to be in. Expand the more you ability get, to love the world more right? you and give, show the, the more world you what get. you can do. Right. And hold on, I'm not done. It's like the vision. It's only one real quick. Once you get into this cycle, um, this cycle that I'm about to talk about right here, it's the more that you give, the more you receive, the more value you provide for other people in a financial standpoint, you are going to get more and more and more because the more you give to people, money is a, is a medium for value. They're going to give you more. So it's just a good cycle to be in. It's a healthy cycle. And not even to mention that you, you allow yourself one third of your life back. <laughs> you allow yourself and also one third of your about, life. Speaking life. about being uncomfortable without having a job, like, as you know, like I've quit my job too. It's been a minute since yes. I was, but like, Bro, lately I've been feeling so uncomfortable because in the like it's just this week I've been feeling like that because in the last week, bro, like this week I lost about eight hundred bucks. Thanks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, eight hundred bucks gone, like, done. You feel me down the drain type shit. So then now I'm like, yo, what the fuck? I just lost eight hundred bucks. With that eight hundred bucks, I could have paid the electricity bill. For me, I could have done this. I could have done that. What do I do now? For me, now I'm in a state in my life where I'm like, yo. I need to make money. How am I going to do it? And I made a promise to myself, I'm not going to be working the job no more. You feel me? No more. Me too. So now I'm like, yo, what do I have to do? So now I'm just in a point where I'm just generating ideas. Like, yeah, I can make money from the stock market like I'm usually doing. But I could, you know, try, try to do something else. Switch it up. How else can I make money that's illegal? Because I'm not doing nothing illegal. I pay my own taxes. Nice. I'm a U.S. resident. I'm about to be a U.S. citizen, you feel me? Paying my own taxes, grown-up shit, all that. So now I'm here thinking like, yo, so what am I, so what do I have to do to make money? So now you're in that state, right? When you're in that state, what, what does your mind automatically do, bro? It's gonna, it's gonna, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to go in that money vibration automatically. You're gonna go automatically there because number one, yourself. you have responsibility. Number two, you need food on the table. And number three, you have no money. And what Mason said earlier, you live to survive. So you have no money. So now you have to do these things to survive. So now what? 
Now what? You feel me? You gotta get You're gonna to the have point to where it's either money or, or life. It's exactly, like survival. life or death. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's like it's like it's like a life or death situation. Life or so death. So then when you're in that situation, you're not working a comfortable job, to, so you can just work like eighty hours and get your money to pay the rent. Now you have to like do something else to get that money so you can pay the rent, and that's like making money like that is way more fun than being in a nine to five. That's just my perspective. You feel me? Okay. And and this I'm just gonna go right off of that what you said. And this is something that I really wanna that I really want to incorporate more into my life is I wanna think in the perspective of me about to be dead. Like at the end of my life when I'm 90, 100 years old, however long I'm gonna live, probably 110, 120 if I really eat my 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 uh you know healthy shit. Anyway, <laughs> I need like if as far as like that thing you just said about like it's it's more fun when you are like like lying or you know death is creeping up you know slowly but surely this is a reality nobody's gonna escape it it's death you are going to be so satisfied that you didn't take the easy route and it was so much more interesting bro think of, like you got to think of your you life paved your own path yeah like you just did your own exactly. like you you went your own way it was just so much more interesting it's like a gta 5 like beating the game like you, like you in gta 5 you can't go get a job like you can't like think about that like in gta 5 right there you cannot like log into the game and go to the corner with a burger shop right you you cannot like like go in there and like flip burgers with your controller no like it is not even an option yeah you know what i'm saying so like you in like in the game, you're like, all right, how can I do that? You obviously there's way more, you know, ways. It's a game, so it doesn't really matter. You do whatever, but like that's the point. Like life is so much more interesting in financial like terms when you do it the such the unsteady route and the such a different path. Like it's so much more fun and fulfilling. Like yeah, that's that's, what I, that's how I see it. No, this is completely out of topic, but we're talking about GTA Five. One of the ways that I would get money on GTA Five was I would go to a, a stripper, a prostitute. And then have her suck my dick, and after that, I'll just kill the bitch and just get the money and dip. I did that shit too, bro. <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie. I ran that bitch over, bro. <laughs> no, nah, anyway, bro. Anyway, yeah, but you know, like, I'm trying to expand my limiting beliefs around money. Yeah. Most importantly, yeah. um, you know, I'm reading uh, the book Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yeah. Help you out. Yeah. yeah. Like I got that book too. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, like. We're all brought up around parents who work. It's just the, you know, 99% of them, people in our country or around the world, really everybody works for money. Um, they trade their time for money. And so for us to break that, we really got to go deep into our subconscious beliefs, our limiting beliefs around money. And we have to um, be uncomfortable and change that. And we're probably going to be broke for a couple of years, but um you know that's the that's the true reality of us mastering money so that's my perspective and i just want to learn as much knowledge as i can i spent 70 i invested sorry see like words are a big play in this stuff too like i invested 73 dollars. that's gonna the roi return return on investment is going to be tens of thousands if not millions or hundreds of thousands whatever the value is from the knowledge that i have in these books that i'm reading that i can possibly get I can um, use this knowledge and uh, think differently. Knowledge about. is power, bro. Knowledge is power. Most definitely. For real. Yeah. And abundance, bro. Abundance is everywhere. Like, I just made that one video um, the other day. Change your title, by the way. It's, I like, did. Okay. I did. Okay. I'm did on, you? I'm on okay. I texted you. I don't know if you see me. Next time, <laughs> bro, next time I don't know how to spell abundance, I'm going to just look myself in the mirror and just look at my tattoo right here. 
This is abundance, right? That works. Um, how long have we been doing this? Yeah, I'm curious. How long? I feel like about an hour. XA. What's, what's the what's the what's the time? What's the uh, time that we're at? It's 9:47 p.m. No. <laughs> For you, how long, how long ask me the time. <laughs> no, like what? What's the time on the recording? Like how long have we been um recording? Like uh, we've been recording for about I think it doesn't say the exact time, bro. But I think it's been about like an hour, bro. That's what I. That's what it yeah, feels like. Hour, two hours. We can keep going if you. Guys I mean, want. I mean, I don't. I, I don't mind. We can go like, for an hour. I, I, like, we can go I, for like, an hour. It's really just like us talking about you know, yeah. just relaxing. I mean, about if someone really yeah, wants to sit through this whole podcast, more clips, find plenty of value. More clips you can I'll be able to up. split it up. So. Um, it'll definitely be a process to get from XA though. So, <laughs> hell yeah. Compress it into a zip folder and yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna convert it. I I just I'm just hoping and praying right now that the audio has been recorded. I hope the audio has been recorded because I just said record, and I don't know if I have to do something like change my quality or something like that. But I, um, I just hope that it's working. You know, it is what it is, and uh, just look at it like this: if it don't record, we have thousands and thousands of more topics we can talk about. Memento Mori, bro, and I'm more Fatsy. You gotta love your fate. <laughs> That's what Amor Fati means, by the way. It means love your fate. I mean, if if it didn't record, I would force myself to appreciate that. I mean, I can't I can't let that make me suffer because that's gonna ruin my motivation. It's a warm-up. <laughs> a warm-up for if that if that would happen. Anyway. Real. Um what was, one, what was the one thing I was gonna talk about? Uh I was going to write it down. Oh, yeah, let's so talk about semen retention. Oh, here we go. No, no, no. Look at this. See this page right here? That big full page? I can't I can't really read what it says, but I see it, though. There's like 60 principles on here. Oh, shit. Sheesh! Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I just wrote down one day. So we got... I don't... I'll, I'll read all these out right now. All right, cool. So we have... All free time should be dedicated to long-term growth. Facts. Meditation, book reading, hygiene, fitness, journaling, creative expression, open-mindedness, healthy eating, self-awareness, discipline, vision, big picture thinking, silence, virtue, growth, true value, there being no normal, not fulfilling society's desired role for you, and doing things with efficiency. The 80-20 rule, quantity, quality, voice, words, thoughts, extreme optimism, and remembering your death. I fuck with that. I fuck with the we last got, one. Remembering we got all your of death. Those. Remembering your death is, is, is a really deep conversation, bro. Yeah. Yo. How can you remember your death? All right. So so what remembering your death or memento mori, as the, as the Greeks would call it? Um, basically what that means is, or Romans would call it, I think remembering your death is more remembering that you're going to die and remembering everything around you is going to die. Like let's, let's take a harsh example for you right now, XA. Who's sitting to the left of you right now? To the left of me? No one. (laughs) Really? (laughs) 
I can hear her laughing, bro. She's not to the left of me. To the right of you? No. To the front of you? <laughs> yeah. All right. That works. Okay. So remember that. Hey, get out of here, man. You're being unprofessional right now. <laughs> you get him ahead on the pocket. <laughs> let's, 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 what? Let's hey, it down. It's what is true, That's man. funny, bro. <laughs> but yeah, uh, has has the thought ever crossed your mind, actually, that either one day Shovo or you will split the relationship, and if you don't split, then your death or her death will split the relationship. Yeah, I thought about that, but um, I How feel like we're gonna you? die together at the yeah. same time. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Realistically you can't be, speaking, you can't though. be sure. Yeah, I can't. Realistically that, speaking, though. Yeah. Like, so that's Memento Mori right there. Before. What do? You, what is the most meaningful thing to you in your life? I'll ask you that question. My mic. You know, <laughs> the meaningful thing to my life. I would say my soul. What if? Uh, well, what do you mean by your soul? Ooh, okay, that's like, interesting. My soul, like my individuality and myself, okay. how, how I'm able to do things. So remember, remember, this is what Memento Mori is. Remember that one day that'll all be gone. Thanks. There's nothing. Doesn't that help you appreciate how much how little time you have right now to express that? That does. So if you if you really find meaning within your soul, and you understand that one day this is going to be gone, then you're going to learn to appreciate the time that you have with your soul. That's deep. So, Damn. Yeah. That's deep. Yeah. So how about you? What's the most meaningful thing? That's a, that's a good question. Um, what is the most meaningful thing? Well, um, <clears throat> One thing that I can say, and I think it'll be it'll work really good for what you're trying to explain, is me living a self-actualized life. And yeah. um, and I know what you're gonna say is like, what if you um die before that is fulfilled? You yeah. you'll appreciate um, um, damn, that's fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a deep question, bro. Another thing to think about as well is like tonight when you're sleeping, something could happen. And you could just die instantly. For real. You could die. And every single goal, every single desire you had in your life, all the time that you spent in your life, it's just gone. You have no chance again. So if you wake up every day and you, you think, all right, I could die when I go to sleep tonight. Literally, you could die. How would you spend your time? That's like, crazy. Tonight? If you like die tonight, night, like any night, any I mean, night, shit, bro. To be honest, night. bro, like with the passion of music, like the I'm so passionate for music. I would probably be up all night making music with my girl, but like yeah. me and her both making music together. So that's where naked. you find the most passion in your life. Yeah, and the most meaning. Did he say naked? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it works. No, like that. That's good though. That's, the, that's, that's like authentic. That's that's, that's so. your raw authentic Sex expression and music and love. Okay. All right. But, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I would be by myself. Oh, you talking about how would you spend like your last? If you no, knew, it's like, like it's not even that. It's not how would you spend it. It's like 
wake up every day and understand that you could literally die anytime in the day. You could die anytime in your sleep. It's always a possibility. And let that dictate what you do and you say and you think. It's actually something that Marcus Aurelius said, something similar to that. But yeah. That's that's deep. That's I thought about I was actually I remember like recently I was thinking about that because Mason was reading in a book. It was like, imagine if this was your last cup of coffee you had or said something like that. Or imagine that this was the last sandwich you had. Yeah. And it was like eating just like generic little examples. Um, and then like a couple of days later, like the thought pattern of that came up and I was like, whoa, I was like consciously doing it. I was like, damn, what if this is the last time I start my car? Like, what if, you know, what if this is the last you appreciate time I the little things so much? Yeah. Like what, what if, if this is the last time I move my hand like this? Like, for real? You know, like, like, let's any say normal, like, any, any know, normal day, any normal day, me moving my hand like this would just be another thing. Right. Yeah. But if I'm remembering death, right. And I'm like, this could be the last time I do this. Imagine how much beauty I can see in the fact that I'm moving my hand. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, it's like, it's like, you know how you eat food? Like on a normal day, you just go, I'm, 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 you just eat it, yeah. right? Yeah. Imagine if that was your last meal right. that you eat. I'm sure you're going to take like your ever. time. Like, yep. like appreciate it and eat it. Like, you know. So the you principle know, like, of remembering your death is really, exactly. really helpful. Thanks. Like, you know, you know, sometimes in prison, bro, like when they, when they electrocute you in the chair, mm-hmm. like, and, and they say you have one last meal to eat. Imagine mm-hmm. that person, bro, eating that meal. Yeah. How 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 he's gonna appreciate that? That's a that's like that's like a piece of uh, fulfillment in itself. Like at least they're like fulfilled with that, and they're like conscious of that, and they're like trying to look at the beauty in that. Like um, it's like it's like a melancholy feeling. It's like, it's like it's a it's like a deep sadness. But then, but then, as well as like a very extreme appreciation. <laughs> yeah, like that's which is a very beautiful feeling. Not even just for the things that you're going to experience, like the last time you're going to experience that, but like then you actually crossing over or experiencing what we think is death, like whatever that is, whatever that experience is going to be for us. Or I can't even say us because then that, you know, like, you know, all that like identity stuff, but like whatever that is going to be like when it actually happens, like, dude, that itself is going to be like scary but it's gonna be like dope at the same time it's gonna be like damn like i'm gonna see what i mean that's how i think about it i mean like like it like they uh they uh in society like the emo kids i guess you can say um or not even emo kids but like people who are like interested in death i guess you ever like see people in society they're like kind of like like Like, darkness yeah, yeah but like but like what if that's like what if that's like a form of like, yo, like they're actually like, like kind of figuring it out and like kind of like so I've curious with that, it yeah. and like they're actually like closer to that that beauty than a lot right. of people are. One and thing that the Stoics do, they carry some people carry around uh, like a skull, my voice keeps cracking, <laughs> like a skull or something like that. Like they'll have a ring with a skull on it, or like a bracelet or a necklace or a pendant, and it'll have a skull. And usually it'll say memento mori and they'll remember death whenever they look down at that skull. There's a there's an author named Ryan Holiday. He looks down at both of his wrists. One of his wrists says memento mori, and I'm pretty sure the other one says amor fati, which is yeah, very which cool. Is too, yeah. uh, now I want to get a skull tatted, bro. Me too. We should all get skull tattoos. Uh, I'm not going to get a tattoo. Bro. I'm going I'm to get a tattoo. That's amazing. I want to get, get a skull tatted right on my forehead, bro. 
Yeah, <laughs> don't get face tats, bro. But like, probably my like, like, probably like, like, probably like, cause like I, cause I have a tattoo here and I have a tattoo this unk tattoo here, bro. Today at the park, I saw three people with the unk tattoo, and they were all playing basketball with me. It felt like yeah. there were gods playing basketball. I felt like gods were playing basketball. But anyways, I might get one like right here, like a skull, like a little skull right here. Yeah, like, I mean, I always want to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a yin and yang when I know that. But Hell yeah. yeah. I, have, I have a yin and yang right here behind my, uh, behind my ear on the yeah. top of a microphone. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Another cool principle, if you guys want to hear about it, is uh, premeditatio malorum. And that's called huh? premeditatio malorum, which means premeditatio premeditatio malorum or premeditatio malorum, one of those two. Okay. Basically, what that means is thinking about negative things before they happen mm. to lessen the impact of the negative things. This comes down to memento mori again. So yeah, if you have, I do if you have a time. material possession, let's say like your girlfriend or my girlfriend or a car or a house or a water bottle, something as simple as that, or a meal. Um, visualize yourself not having it and visualize the most negative outcome possible. That'll help you appreciate the positivity of your life right now. I mean, let's say, let's say you're in like one of the worst possible situations in the world right now. And this is going to sound not very good, but let's say you're like a starving child somewhere right and you employ these techniques memento mori you can at least appreciate the fact that you're alive dude that's what i just wrote down and some of those kids they die happy even though they're suffering so, suffering my, my voice cracked again but yeah all right they die happy even though they know that they're suffering because Bro. suffering teaches one <laughs> One thing that I wrote down, I had like an idea while he was explaining that. We are so, as we are trained, first of all, we think it's normal to be entitled to living. Yeah. Okay. Taking life for granted. Yeah. Taking life for granted. As a focus, bro. Come on. We have, we have four, we are one in 400 trillion with a capital T of even existing in the first place and yet we hold on so much to this experience and we forget that um 300.9999 trillion whatever the like for the ratio like the actual other 3.9 blah, blah blah trillion percent is what is the alternative yeah we are the we are the like the smallest minute um ratio fraction of a fraction of a fraction of that number we just kept zooming in like infinitely almost like it seems like it um that's what we are and then once we get this experience because we're all humans right now living um we we feel entitled to this and we take things for granted and um so like what i was thinking about this earlier is like yo i was walking i was like dude i wasn't even supposed to be alive in the first place so yeah you know like and and um yeah, it was. Uh, I had a lot of crazy thoughts when I was very young. I felt like I was always very intact, um, really deeply inside of me. Um, I always had a curiosity about, about death. I remember I never shared this before, and no one knows about this. Uh, not even you or anybody else. I was in like a second grade or first grade, and I was sitting down at lunch eating my food, and I was thinking about death, right? Like very, very deeply. 
And uh, this was when I was, uh, you know, pretty much fearless. Cause you know, like, you know, how about that? Hall? Like when we were first born, like we're pretty much fearless, bro. I, and um, this kind of, uh, this kind of like, <laughs> I was sitting there eating. Right. And I was alone. Like there was nobody by me. I was literally, I remember like to this day, very clearly I was sitting there and I was thinking about death and I was like, all right, this is it. And I stopped breathing. Dead ass. Like, I swear to God, like I just stopped breathing and I was like, all right, sweet. But I was I didn't have any fear about it, right? I didn't I, I didn't see um, my experience through uh, the lens of all my limiting beliefs and fear. I was almost I was so curious that I actually almost did it. Not like on some suicidal shit. I was just so curious with it. Obviously, I didn't do it. And but I, I like I remember that to this day. And I just thought about it the other day. Like I never ever even remembered it until the other day, or thought about it like heavy. Like, but I I was literally probably six years old um like facing death in my own experience in my own consciousness in my own mind and um i i was like so curious but i was so fearless at the same time i stopped breathing for a solid like minute but i didn't i didn't do it obviously but it was just super interesting point where it's like your natural uh instincts kick in and they they breathe for you yeah 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 and i think that's that's actually what it was now that you said that i remember thinking about thinking right yeah and, like and jesse jesse to what you were talking about bro how we, we said like we're like 3.9 a trillion whatever yeah, yeah. um that's kind of like saying we are little tiny drops of water in the lake of infinity the, the yeah. <laughs> try and well, think of this too it's like <clears throat> just like sit here and look at look at everything around you and just try and recognize and ask the question, how is this even here? Just just sit there and ask this question for a while. Just say, how is this even here? How did this come to be? Why is this here? I ask that all the time. Yeah. And everything becomes very clear and present. And you just, you you wonder. And you start to appreciate how beautiful life is right oh that's what i wanted to talk about for just a second <laughs> there was this video and it kind of goes in the same thing like you appreciate the beauty huh oh, okay um basically um how long for you to be back okay because i wanted you to hear this anyway there's this actualized video when i heard it and he says you want it there was like this little part in there and he said uh he said um in touch with reality again like you were a kid right because like when we're a kid we're like everything is so new everything is so like whoa like what the fuck you know what i'm saying like how is this real like we're so curious about reality um as we grow older we lose touch of that and everything just becomes so ordinary um but one thing that um i experienced today i took four days off of drinking coffee wow i just uh i just stopped and then this morning, uh, I had my first cup of coffee in like four days, and I was really just sitting there like very present. And I just already meditated for twenty minutes uh, prior to drinking this coffee, like right before it. And um, I got probably it was like crazy. I got a glimpse of what that new fresh experience. I was like almost it was like a it was because um I'm so early in this process and uh. 
my experience was very dull compared to what it was when I was a kid. Like we were, ta- we were just talking about how that one actualized video, how um, he said that he, you need to like become more in tune with reality. Like you were when you were a kid, because when you're a kid, you're like, just so, Oh, this is like magical. Like, this is crazy. That's what it was. He said, your experience needs to be magical again. You were infinitely curious. Yeah. But this morning when I, drank that first cup of coffee and I was sitting there like super present, like just focusing on like existence itself and like trying to let go of trying to experience that fresh new experience, that curiosity that I had, like when I was a kid, it started to um, creep up into my reality. And it was like, like the smells and just the way like, the birds were chirping and uh, the clouds and just like nature trees, like it was like so fresh to me. And I have not experienced that since I was a kid. But it, like I said, it was only a fraction of what it was when I was a kid, but I still got a glimpse of it. So that gives me that gives me more motivation and a glimpse of what my potential can be by doing this consciousness work and uh, trying new things because like reality felt fresh again for the first time. And it was like very, it was crazy. I don't, you got to experience it to, to really understand what I'm talking about. It's I feel like, that I've experienced It's just some of my experiences that was just amazing. Mason? On that note, do you want to end the episode here? I'm tired. We could. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, hey, getting a little late. Good job to everybody. Yeah, this was a, this was amazing. Came, everyone who came this far, thank you. Yeah, for listening. Hey, thank you if for you came with. all the way to the end of this video podcast, whatever, bro. I want y'all to comment down. Love, in the comment section. Thanks. I'm proud down, of you. Comment down, love with. One, two, three. What three dots? One, two, three. If you enjoyed this podcast, do what you will. Uh like and share if you if you really want to. I would appreciate it. And uh hit up these guys' social media. I'll put it in the description. Peace. Bro, that was